Welcome to Farts Performers Happiness in the Arts Podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis, penis, penis. What is up, guys? I'm here live with Devin Corcoran, who is a talented performer. We both happen to have worked for a specific cruise line, not at the same time, and way more than 10 years apart. But we have a nice bond. You guys, let's welcome Devin. Devin, thank you so much for coming on to be interviewed today. Thank you for having me today. I'm excited to be here. Uh, This is just exciting. First of all, I'm playing with the mic and trying to get better sound you'll hear a little in the background that is called a fan on my legs in this hot room <laughs> a drip of sweat still continues to go down my back so turning off the fan is a hundred percent not an option all right well i'm really excited because we're actually gonna have a hard conversation here talking about internal issues with cats not to be not to be confused with cats cats that's like that i'm sure we can have andrew kohler in this group could definitely have a whole conversation about cats and massive pet lover <laughs> massive pet lovers in this group but let's go into this i know my reasons for being inspired on this topic devin would you mind sharing why this topic is important to you yeah um i've i've been lucky enough to do um like four different tours and a cruise ship and I can say that one of the biggest things that made my time not as enjoyable was the drama. Um, And it's, it's really, it's really tough because we, we all come together and I know that a lot of performers are always type A personalities. Right. Um, And when you put us all in a room, we're all performers. We all want the attention. Um, But sometimes that I've noticed a lot of people forget to let that go once we're off the stage and it kind of picks away at how well we get along off stage and that can just make or break a contract it really can it really can and and there can be so much power in a single cast if there is even one person who is an outcast oh 100 percent is is always something to consider when you're not the outcast Yes. Because the effect you can have on a human being is quite large. Even if you disagree with how they're behaving, yada, 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 yada. This is still a human being. And it's something that always does need to be considered, mm-hmm. even if you don't like the person. So I, I, that's why I particularly like this. I have more, and we all have our own particular stories, which we will dive into. Now, as I'm, I'm going to actually just start randomly talking about something. I'm going to have you, Devin, if there's a way for you to get closer to your internet connection, you're having some moments where you're getting a little choppy with your audio. So I want to address that now yeah Yeah. one person can destroy a cast yes the one person can destroy a cast but also simultaneously a cast can destroy one person a thousand percent i'm gonna turn off my ac i'll be right back oh yeah do your thing do your thing so in the meantime i'm gonna actually just share a story of mine i'm gonna give you some examples of mine so i in bigger pictures there was one time this one time there was this one time where I did a show, shit, what show was I doing? I was doing, oh my God, I have to think back in my bank of what show it was called. 
I was doing at Prather Theaters. I was doing Prather Theaters. There's nothing bad about Prather Theaters, but this is just where it happened. Um, oh, God. Years and years ago, I was doing Cabaret. And in that cast, I wasn't... I wasn't a necessarily an outcast, but I also wasn't an in person. I don't know mm -hmm. how to put it. I was like kind of on that little rocky talk, you know, rocky ways where you know that if you do anything that might be off, they're ready to toss you completely. So that's kind of where I was. And I, I remember being grateful that I wasn't that person where they definitely or doing that a little bit more to some other people. So had those other people not been there, I would have been that person. Then fast forward, I went on to do All Shook Up with them. And a lot of the people were the same cast who was in Cabaret. I don't know if they still do that, but Prather does tend to be very committed to performers for a long period of time. You can get regular work there, which is beautiful. And in that cast, I suddenly, I started the contract and I was very light. It was really weird how light I was. And then about halfway through the contract, I got very injured and I was not able to return the stage for the rest of the half of the contract, but I didn't really have any guidance on that. That is actually a big why for me and why I got into physical therapy. But it led for me becoming an outcast in the cast because I, you know, a week later, da -da -da, you know, if they... The, any little thing I did was very judged. It was supported at first and then uh, quickly unsupported. It sucked. It sucked. Yeah. And I have nothing but bad things to say about that and the individuals who chose to dislike me through that and, and take my low point to an advantage to really solidify that I'm, an, I'm just not a member of the cast or someone they liked, which was really unfortunate. Yeah. Then, Fast forward and going on, we went back to Cabaret and a lot of return casts at a different location. And at that cast, I was definitely, you know how I was teetering at the first time? I was like, definitely. Like they could more securely be like, yeah, she's not. She's not us. And what was really helpful, and you don't always get this kind of reassurance, but what was really helpful is the girls, it was all, I think they were an exception of two in the ensemble dressing room. They were nicknamed by the gay men in our cast as the Heathers. Yep. And this was before Mean Girls came out. So Heathers is what they have. But now we have the musical Heathers, so people know what I'm referring to. Would you mind sharing, now that I helped kill time and also yeah. got a for Tori time to talk about myself, would you mind sharing any experiences you've had yourself on either end of the stick? Yeah, I mean, um, I think... I definitely will say I have fallen on both ends and I'm not proud to say that. Um, I did help someone on my cruise line cast um, end up get fired, but that was because they were breaking numerous rules over and over again to the point where our cast was suffering because of it. Um, and finally the breaking point was them bringing a guest back to crew area, which, you know, <laughs> is not okay um and her roommate told me about it and i ended up just looking at her roommate and i was like hey girl i love you but if you don't speak up i'm going to and you're both gonna get fired and so she finally went and spoke up about what had happened that evening in her room 
And um, yeah, the next day the girl had breakfast with the captain. And the minute she left the ship, everyone was able to breathe again. And we worked as a cohesive unit for like the first time in months. Um, so I'm not proud that it got to that point, but I'm glad that I was able to stand up and be like, this is a problem. And management's not taking care of it and taking it seriously. And this it, situation happened where we know it will give us the response that we want. Um, are so big, specifically with big companies where yeah. it's going to put you all at jeopardy for a job. So I, I, and because we work for the same person regarding that, I know exactly where you were coming from because that is a danger to employment for all. It's pretty severe. Yeah. So that, that was probably like the, the far, far extreme. Yeah. The other extreme, um, my most, my, not my most recent, but my like, second most recent um, tour contract. Um, there was a lot of us that had worked together previously on a show. And then we all were given the tour contract, which was amazing. Um, and a lot of us were just really good friends. And I saw a group of people that were not, like normally wouldn't hang out with us. And I saw that they were getting upset about it. So I started taking time and like spending a couple days a week hanging out for dinner with like my good friends, like my roommate and my friends that I spent the whole summer with prior. Um, and then every couple of nights I would reach out to the other group and be like, hey guys, like let's get dinner just so I could get to know them better. And every time I would hang out with them, they still would complain that so-and-so and so-and-so didn't invite them to dinner. And even though I was, trying to like make friends and do the right thing and involve everybody it still almost backfired on myself because they literally did not care that i was the one that invited them because i wasn't who they wanted to hang out with mm, yeah yeah absolutely. yeah it's there can be always be little things like this i i, I do i'm gonna be a dick do it but uh their age um it was a, it was a, I was one of the older people in the cast. Mm -hmm. um, the majority of the cast was between the age of like 22 and 26. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know those things then. Yeah. yeah. It's on par. I, I totally get that. Yeah, but it was just still like trying to be the good person, trying to be the mom. And to be honest, they're beautiful humans, but not the people that I probably would have chosen to spend a lot of time with but I wanted to give them the opportunity to prove me wrong. Yeah. And they- uh, But they really weren't somebody you would naturally want to hang out with, period. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's the big thing that people don't realize when you do like these cruise ship contracts or tours, because you live with people and you work with people that they just, a lot of people anticipate spending every single moment together. When, in actuality, like it's okay to just go back to your room and not hang out with a group of 15 if you just want to hang out with you and one other person. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that we can all benefit from really starting to acknowledge the people who will naturally start hanging out with you and spending time with you. Those are the ones that you want to spend time with. We, we need to get out of the habit because we all want to be liked, man, dude. I want to be liked by everyone, dude. I suffer from that all the time. It's a pain. But you have to really think and, and celebrate 
even the bonds that you're not part of think of the happiness they're having that's great and then you go and find where people are going to appreciate you as you you know the fact that Devin's even you know essentially putting yourself at risk saying this it's not a personal thing there are people that you want to hang out with and people you're just not interested in hanging out with that's it it's really that simple yeah and and it definitely sounds like that case there I, I, it takes time to get to that spot of confidence to feel real good mm -hmm. I think this group as a great example there are a lot of mini like clicks within NYC Musical Theater performance, which of course is going to happen, which is amazing. I love hearing about that, like like obsessed, because to have community outside of doing a show is not, that's hard to find. That is really a magical thing. I'm going to call you out, Jaleel, but Jaleel, Janelle, Alicia, they have this group where they have, um, where they speak with each other and they're all still in context and doing a show. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. I don't need to be a part of that to, to like, I, I don't have, I don't have time, you know, to like, oh my God, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, and you never know where your life is going to take you and the, and the friendships you are going to make. So just invest in the people who are interested in investing in you and it's going to make a lot of things really easier do you want do you have anything any thoughts or stories you want yeah to no like that a hundred percent i think is the way to go into these situations um because i mean everyone i think watching this is gonna be knowledgeable about how taking big contracts works but you you're packing up your life for anywhere between like three months and a year and moving in with a group of people that a lot of times you don't know. Um, and it's just so much easier if you can find the confidence in yourself to then figure out who else has that same personality trait or the things that you want to do, like the people you would be out friends with outside of your contract with. Um, my, one of the shows that I did, um, it was very segregated by age. We not, it's not going to sound great, but we had the joke where we were like, all right, if you were born before the year 90, we can hang out and all the other youngins can do their thing. Um, and there was drama between the younger group, but I spent the majority of my time just like sitting around a bonfire with a glass of wine in my hand. And some of those friends are the best friends I'm ever going to have in my life. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. That's so important. And you, yeah. and when, and, and think about this, when you leave a cast, even if you're with them for a half a year, you're going to forget their names. So because time happens, yeah. unfortunately, and it's sad, you're gonna, even when you had bad times on a contract, you would still have, oh, I have somewhere I'm like, oh. You will still look back and, and remember a lot of like, like I look back at my time on the ship, on, on the cruise ship that we have in common. I look back at that extremely fondly. And there was a not so much, but a little bit of drama uh, between, I remember there's this one girl that I didn't like, and now I like love her. And it's not because anything, it's just time passed. And now I literally, if I saw her in person, I can't explain how much, I how happy I would be to see her. Yeah. And it's not because we, 
you know, fixed. It's just I'm grown. And I just look back at that. And for me, I'm like, that's just not important. And yeah. I see her as just a beautiful human. Yeah. One of my, oh, sorry. One of my really good friends um, left our, our tour because she was unhappy. And we didn't really become the best of friends until after she had left the tour. And she started reaching out being like, yo, I miss you. And I was like, I didn't think we liked each other, but it was because it was just mentally not a good environment for her to be in. So she wasn't her best self. And now she knows that like touring contracts aren't really for her. And that's, it's amazing that she knows that. And now we spend time together in the city and it is beautiful. <laughs> One of my friends, I'm going back to the ship because it's just in my head, but Shirley Gore, she's in this group. She hung out with other people. I mean, we still have moments where the cast hangs out, as as all cast do. But now I, she's back in my life and more than my closest friends that I had back then, which is amazing. And, and you guys check her out, Shirley Gore. She's a she's a light coach, like light bulb, a light coach. She's really just an inspiring human. I can't say enough good things about her. She's been on the podcast. I think at least two times, partially because I wanted just more time with her. She's amazing. But yeah, you really never know. All right. Let's go into how there's internal issues with Cass. Be Let's talk about sexual harassment. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a good turn. <laughs> I wish this was alcohol. It's just <laughs> I'm going to drink. Nope, I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> So let's talk about sexual harassment. I want to talk about internal issues in the cast with the sexual harassment, things that we've looked as acceptable, but they might not be acceptable anymore. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go straight to it. I yeah. like to go straight to the point. Gay men thinking it's okay to slap a butt, or slap a boot. Yes. Um, for me personally, if I know them on a very, very personal level, I'm not going to care, but I know that, people around us might question that. Um, and so I think that's just something to be cautious of and something to be open about and listening to your castmates. If they see something and they're like, oh, that made me uncomfortable, take it to heart and really do respect their opinions because you're going to be with those people for however long. And it just makes it easier because even though you might not feel it, as harassment, someone else might witness it. And because of their own personal history, they might feel that it's not okay. Right. I think I could not have said it better. I, I think just having that consideration. And for some people, they won't. I think also what can go with it is a feeling of bonding between two people that you don't feel comfortable with. But then you feel almost this push like you need to start doing that to be part of the bond. And, yeah. so you, it's, and even though you technically may have permission from someone, oh, sorry, let me put the quotes, permission from someone to do it, it may be more of a culture and atmosphere where they're pushing themselves to be a part of it. That needs to be considered. Yeah. And especially right now with what's going on with, with sexual identity and, and all this Me Too stuff that keeps coming out, I think our level of sensitivity needs to go up there. And let's be real. Let's be real. And this is clearly my, my own opinion coming out. So feel free to put your opinions, your opinions down. 
we can totally agree to disagree. But let's be real. At the end of the day, do we really need a fight for somebody to be able to smack your tits and, and hit your ass? No. Is there going to really be a feeling of loss there? Like, why did that even come up in the first place? Yeah. So stop. Let's just stop. Yeah. You know? Like, do that yeah. with your, your, you know, like, maybe if you must, you know, in a, in a room, you know, don't put that pressure on, you know, oh, I'm gay. It's fine. You know, I've been seen it before. You can get naked in front of me. Dude, don't even be in the room to have to say that. You should not be in the room in the first place unless somebody invites you. Then they're going to start to push themselves. I actually had a real fun thing of discovery, but I don't like that. It took me like 15 years to figure that out. I'm like, I'd rather not be seen, even though I'm technically comfortable someone seeing me yeah. i love the idea like a princess that nobody sees me unless they really have to i love that i <laughs> um yeah we this is something that we talked about on my last contract um because we had one girl that very much was like i i don't care if there's guys in the dressing room i just want to make sure that i am at least in my show bra and my tights and then my Spanx, because I don't want to have to get fully naked in front of them. I don't mind walking around in my sports bra and the tights that I'm wearing for the show. But besides that, like no one in until I'm in that. And we were super respectful of that. And anytime the boys would come in, they would definitely always knock and make sure that they could come in beforehand. And the couple of times they didn't, we yelled at them and they learned very quickly that it was not acceptable. Um, I think for myself personally, and the one thing I did love, um, I had a quick change in that same show that was backstage and the dress that I had to change into was backless. So I had to take my bra off and you don't know what crew local crew is going to be backstage. Um, and our wardrobe head and the cast member that helped change me because non-union um, made sure that I was always covered on both sides so that no eyes could be wandering and that I always felt safe and comfortable. Even though for me personally, I'm like, whatever, I just got to changing it on stage. I don't care. But they actually took a moment to be like, you should care. And we're going to make sure that you're okay. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I loved that. Because it's that I didn't cool, right? Like, it's just like a little bit protective. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. A little thing like that goes a long, a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what's, what what other things are you thinking of for internal issues? Because Lord knows I can speak out of my ass all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sexual harassment's huge. I I think the big thing is like the dynamic and the cast. I think that's one of the big things I'm really passionate about is just respecting each other's personal space and boundaries, mm -hmm. um, and just keeping it as professional as possible. The minute you step foot. I would say even for some people in the cast, like I know some of our principals, like the minute they got on the bus heading to the theater, that is when they started to prepare. So I think just like trying to be as professional as possible and knowing everyone's limitations around them, um, like who you can joke around with backstage, who you can't, who you might throw off if you play games with. Because um, some people are absolutely okay with having a little extra fun if the scene is and you're in the background and you got nothing else to do but some people are focusing about what's gonna happen next in the show. Um, so I think the big thing just comes down to like respecting your castmates, getting to know your castmates. Um, Absolutely. Oh my God, yeah. you're totally making me think of a good example. When a cast decides to joke on stage and get each other to laugh. 
Now, everybody has different viewpoints on that. And I really think we need to respect each other on that viewpoint. I'm personally, I actually am better at keeping a straight face on stage when somebody's trying to get me to laugh because I'm very against it. Like I, and so it's just, it's like, thank you for making my job easier and being more in the scene, but I'm really against it. But what sucks though, is that if you have somebody who's not joining in, it doesn't mean they're a shit dude. No. Oh my gosh. No. And, and, but I've seen that with young. Um, and, and that can be like, if somebody disagrees, let them disagree. Yo. Yeah. And just, and be respectful of it. And I mean, I, I always like to, I always like to say we are adults first. We are professionals in this industry. Um, and if I'm doing something that upsets someone else or someone upsets me, my first response is to just go directly to that person and be like, hey, can we have a conversation quickly? And from there, if I still don't feel respected, to try to get management involved in that case. Um, and nothing, not trying to get the other person in trouble or even get me in trouble, but just because we have to be able to respect each other's boundaries and feel safe in our work that we're doing. Yeah. And not be going like, oh gosh, what if you need some sort of rules, you know, and it's to each his own. It's to yeah. each his own. But, but I mean, that's the, literally the purpose of the stage manager. They manage things, the company manager, they manage things. They, that job would not exist if there wasn't a need. So that's why that human being is there. It's to make everything work and make, keep the show going on. Yeah. That's simple. That's simple. But this has been awesome. I'm so glad you came on. I'm sure, honestly, we could talk about this forever, but I like to keep this at a half an hour. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and just being able to dive into this with me because it does take a level of balls to, to open up about this because, you know, there's going to be some dipshit who's going to sit here and try to find, like, was that me? Da, da, da. Guess what? Big picture. This actually isn't about you. This is about a big problem and problems that can happen amongst the cast. So we're hitting it in, in the butt by talking about it rather than playing this game and acting like it's not there. Use everything we say as a grain of salt or use it as an opportunity uh, opportunity to reflect on your own actions to see how you can be your very best in the manner in which you can still stay true to yourself. Yeah. I love that. hundred percent. I always, I always say at this point in my career, if anyone is jumping out and going on a long-term contract for the first time ever, and you have questions, reach out because I want you to enjoy it because there have been a couple contracts that I have nothing good to say about them. And then I have some that I, I'm so sad that they're, that they've ended like five years ago. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Where can people find you on the social of the media? Um, I am at Devin Marie, D E V A N M A R I E eight two eight on the Insta and then Devin Marie on Facebook. I love it. I don't use Twitter because I don't know how. It's fine. It's an echo chamber. All <laughs> right. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. If you're catching the live, right live. If you're catching the replay, right replay. Peace, love, and understand.